Dearly beloved, we are gathered today to witness the joining of two loves. Welcome to The Corner Booth, our weekly podcast where we discuss all things weddings, relationships, and everyday quandaries. We're your hosts, Cynthia and Megan, two wedding professionals that have seen it all and are here to help you through it. So grab your favorite beverage and let's let's get get cozy. driving around in his little golf cart, picking up golf balls. If I lived where you lived, <laughs> I would have to have a golf cart and I would do the same exact thing. <laughs> I would I would love a golf cart, but I don't have anywhere to put it. Yeah, no. Your garage? You just have to make room. <laughs> uh, no, we have the world's smallest garage. You'd, it is tiny. I guess your HOA wouldn't approve, but you could like do a little shed out back and then just put it in the shed. Where am I going to build a shed? I get 10 feet. I don't and I don't think we'd ever get approved to build a shed. <laughs> Probably I'd have not. to like park it at the neighbors or something. <laughs> you know, this doesn't seem like you have a good setup here. No, but I love my house so much. <laughs> it's so cute. And it smells like fall. The vibes Woo. are vibing. The fall is fallen. Fall is fallen. I got all my fall decor set out yesterday. I'm so jealous. It looks good. I need to actually go through. I forget that I have a lot of fall decor and I haven't even pulled it out yet. So... Maybe I'll do that. This was a good, since we're recording here, it was kind of like my push to like, one, clean the house, um, and two, um, put out my fall decor. Mm-hmm. And it was my only day off, so <laughs> I had to. But, yeah. How was your weekend? Bizarre. This last weekend took every ounce of my soul um, that I had left. I feel like you need to have one of these. Ooh. Are we sponsored by Celsius now? No, but you need one of them to pipe up. I know. I have one in my duffel bag in my car um, that's been sitting there waiting for me. But like I on the caffeine front, I'm fine. I just think being overall exhausted. And then I think I'm catching a little bit of a cold. That'll happen. Exhaustion cold. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. But no, we had a Friday, a Saturday and a Sunday this weekend. Yeah. And Friday, everything went great. It was fine. It just felt like there was a lot of stuff that the couple wanted to get done. So it it like it just constantly felt like I was doing something Mm -hmm. all night long until like 1130. And then I'm like, oh, I still haven't eaten supper. Mm -hmm. So I quick like scarfed on my food. But anyways, Saturday's wedding, though. Everything was so perfect. Everything was great. The vibes were vibing. The bridesmaids were in all white. And the, I love that. The guys so much. were in all black, like Ooh. black shirts, black vests, black suits. Black was this vests. black tie at all? It was black tie, yeah. Like even guests were supposed to be yeah. black tie? Yeah. Love it. People were dressed up. <gasps> it looked so good. And like... It can happen. It can happen. And it was, the bride's dress was long sleeve. It literally fit her like a fucking glove. Love it. She was beautiful, stunning, everything on the sorts. The wedding had like 117 guests, so it was nice and intimate and small. Mm -hmm. It was the most emotional like wedding processional I think I've ever worked in my entire life Hmm. um the groom's mom passed away like shortly like around the time that they started dating so it was really really hard on like the family that she wasn't there and he got his dad and his sister down or he got his dad down and then he got um the bride's mom down and then he was supposed to stay up there but he came back and he's just like I just need a minute Mm -hmm. and I'm like absolutely let's do it um I got 
him back down the aisle. I got the bridesmaids down the aisle. I got, and the groomsmen, I got the bride down the aisle. I closed the curtains and I just lost it. I started sobbing so much because it was so. There's a lot. Like there was just so many emotions, but it was so beautiful that Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh. Um, But anyways, so after that, like the vibes were there. It was so cool. I need to stop saying the word vibes too. But um, <laughs> DJ Hamster Dance was also present on Saturday. So um, the vibes were there. Uh-huh. But so about like 10 o'clock at night, the party's like, it's mid, it's going, it's cool. It's a lot of fun. Jeff is mixing some really sick beats. Um, and we have this guy come up to the bar and I'm like, I don't recognize nice him at all like he hasn't been here all night long like so I thought I'm like well maybe like he was invited but like couldn't come until like the dance yeah or something or he wasn't just a dance invite yeah and so I I didn't think too much of it but I'm like you're dressed really weird because he was just wearing like a black polo and like some black pants and is he a caterer (laughs) catering (laughs) no so but I'm just like okay well this is weird because this dude was also like almost like 60 and then I didn't like really question too much of it. I'm just like, okay, well, well, let's just keep an eye on him because that just seems weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I looked up on the dance floor and he's like dancing with the groom. So I'm like, oh, okay. So they must know each other. Like that's, that's fine. And literally like a minute later, the bride and groom come up to me at the bar. They're like, Megan, do you know that guy? And like the one in the polo. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, no, I have no, I have no You're like, I've been eyeing him. <laughs> and like, I was watching him, but I saw he was dancing with you. So I thought maybe it was fine. And they're like, we have no idea who that is. I'm like, okay, I'll go get security. I got this like we're good and so I go grab my security guard Enoch and Enoch is the kind of guy he works at a a jail like Mm -hmm. he's a he's a tough dude but also couldn't hurt a fly Mm -hmm. so I'm like well that guy don't need to know that yeah but also like he's never had to like take anybody out (laughs) so I'm just like okay well I'm gonna show you how this goes I will handle it but I need you here in case things escalate and then I need you to jump in and but I also just need you to stand behind me and look strong and then they yeah, know that I, you're a we got authority yeah. behind. I need you to look like the Canadian Mountie that you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I go up to the dance floor and the guy is like trying to talk to the groom and like say congratulations. And the groom's just like, no, dude, get out. Like you can't be here. You're not invited. So I go and I grab like this guy's arm and I'm like pulling him because I couldn't, can't get him to move. Mm-hmm. And I'm like walking him out and he's just like, well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just, I just, I, I heard there was a wedding and I'm like, okay, well you can't crash weddings. Like that's not a thing. And mm-hmm. he's like trying to like pull away from me and I'm like, got my arm like gripped around him I'm holding on really tight and the guy's got like noodle arms um, so it's not that much to grip onto and so then I'm like okay you have to leave like go you please please exit the premises do not come back in or we will call the cops yeah and so he leaves and he was he was really nice about it uh-huh. and so then Enoch's standing outside and everything just kind of checking on things and I guess the guy comes back and to try and get in or just like lurking I think he was just kind of like lurking or maybe he was like walking back from the bars or whatever. And Enoch's like, you can't go back in. And the guy's just like, no, no, no. I just want to say like, I, I really appreciate you guys not calling the cops. And Enoch's like, well, we're not going to call the cops unless we have to. But also like leave then <laughs> leave and you can't crash weddings. But like it was like terrifying and exhilarating at the same time. I know. I couldn't stop shaking. Anytime there's some like high go like like uh, I don't know what the word high. Yeah. I love it even if it's like a good or bad thing just because it just gets it going. Yeah. And you're like you're the one that's like I'm gonna take care of this. I got it. I got it. (laughs) Pop dog here. (laughs) Um, But like Jeff's texting me. He goes oh my god who was that? 
what happened? What's going on? <laughs> and so I went up and I was talking to him. He's just like, you know, I thought he seemed kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, like he didn't, yeah. he didn't, he didn't exactly fit in. Yeah, yeah, I'm not dressed for the occasion. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that was interesting. It's just a little bit less like with your venue because there's no public space. Yeah. With ours, it's like we watch because we have a public area to know like, hey, you can't be here. Um, which we don't get it a lot, which I'm very grateful for. Yeah. But yeah, it is weird when it's your venue because of that reason. Yeah, it was. It was weird. And like, it didn't seem to bother the bride and groom that much. Yeah. But like, at the same time, it's like, oh, well, I feel kind of embarrassed about it. But I shouldn't. But. Yeah. I mean, I've had, I have had a couple instances which I've brought up in other past episodes, but not everyone's like listened to all the episodes. Mm-hmm. But we have had it once where, um, they were like at the winery and it was down in the tent and oh, I like yeah. went up to the couple and I was like, okay, these people are in flannels. Like obviously they're crashing the wedding from the tasting room and I was like, I'm sorry, just realizing I'll make sure they leave and they were like, no, do not tell them to leave. They're on the dance floor. They're having a fun time and we want people on the dance floor. So they would tell me to have them leave and I was like, okay, sounds good. Every every couple's different. Yeah. I guess if you're going to bring like that vibe but I think this right. guy brought like too much of a vibe well and, and it's different to like like a smaller wedding yeah and the tent that we like the tent weddings are usually a little bit like more like smaller mm-hmm. and you don't have as many people so i feel like it just brings that where you like maybe need it yeah but like you guys probably didn't need no we it. did we didn't need it yeah. we had a good dj that day so it was great mm-hmm. but no, yeah. we had a wedding on Sunday. Everything went fine. It was really, really small, like 60 people. Mm-hmm. Really intimate. Relaxed. Tea time. Yeah, we had, we had tea. <laughs> it was great. We had some really fun um, cocktails, too, that went really well, too. So it was kind of Good. Fun. Yeah, we had a couple of weddings, too. There were, there were high, there were, you know, fun, adrenaline things that were happening yeah. on Friday. But uh, we got through and got back on track with everything. Yeah. When things like that happen, you end up like coordinating. I end up coordinating when I'm not actually their coordinator, but um, it's all in good nature to make sure that things happen. Yeah. (laughs) And get through everything. So now if you would have been like the day of coordinator, do you think there is things that like, if you would have known going into it, like what would have been, what would have helped like create you for like success that day? Like if you would have known going into the wedding what you had to do. Like do, if I would have known things and I would have known I'd be taking care of it, would things not have happened the way they did? Yeah. Um, Not necessarily. Okay. Because these were unforeseen. Like I don't want to go into depth about things, I guess, um, mm-hmm. just because I don't want – because it was recent. Yeah. But like there was a guest that like had a like medical issue. Oh. So like that's not ever going to be – Yeah, you can't. And then that just stopped the um, – the service for everything so we were behind for dinner we were behind for photos or like sunset photos we're behind for the dances we were trying to like pack it all in um and get back on track because they had um guests arriving for just dance invites at 7 30 they had it kind of early and we didn't want people to be eating and still going you know all that so like unfortunate time frame of all that but yeah it would have still happened that way um some other things i maybe there's like two other things that maybe could have played a role um just like relationships between people maybe Mm -hmm. knowing that but like nothing happened that would have affected like ahead of time to know um but if I was coordinating so but I finally got to use the cold sparklers and originally I had brought it up to her and she was like I need this Mm -hmm. and I was like perfect I will work it out on my end to make sure it happens and then um 
right after she was like, oh, the DJ is going to do it. Like, I don't need you. <laughs> and I was like, God damn it. Oh, well, at least, at least it's happening yeah. um, in the space. But then things the, the night before, literally like 8 p.m., I'm like talking to her because they were at the winery for a rehearsal. And they're like, it's fallen through with the DJ. And I'm like, okay, I got you. So actually, Megan's one who saved the day. Little does anyone know from the day of. Um, but I got to use the cold sparklers and uh, – Thanks to Megan. And I'm just like excited that I got to do that. So like that's one thing that if I were to have been coordinating, I probably would have known ahead of time so that it wouldn't have been like a last minute, like last, mm-hmm. like last you resort come to the rescue. Yeah. yeah. But oh, do I love being the one that goes, comes to the rescue. Yeah. So yeah. makes you feel good. <laughs> yeah. I liked it. I liked it. So I have to use some of that footage. I'm excited that's, to see some photos of that. That's exciting. I'm glad yeah. it, I'm glad it worked out and I'm glad like that it wasn't like, they, they're not difficult to use. It's actually pretty easy. Like once you learn like they're oh, really for weird sure. quirks, like yeah. it's, it's really quick and easy. Oh yeah. So. It was like the safety is the only thing that really gets to you where you're like, okay, what are the precautions that you have mm-hmm. to do and, and stuff and line up? Mm-hmm. Um, but the actual of it, not it's super simple. Yeah. Except you don't know if like, if the remote's going to work. I know. So that's have- the only thing that, that <laughs> was a little hiccup, but. I have to figure that out. There was, this was a couple couple months ago I saw like so Jeff was paired up with a couple other like DJs or something and um they had like four or five of them going at one time and they uh-huh. just had like one big button yeah and I keep meaning to ask him like how the fuck does that work how do you just have right. a button one button but also you, you said that like you just needed something you need to, like you, you're missing up. something yeah. and you could have connected the two um together yeah that's but true I could have we didn't that. have that but but this was like a button like you know like yeah. those stop buttons it was like <laughs> one of red those button. yeah do not push but so i kind of we have kind of like a question of the week how do you prepare your coordinate court court coordinator <laughs> to be the most successful for your wedding day yes. for them yes like what information is like pertinent to give to them to make sure that things run smoothly mm-hmm. uh, just because they've got it the day of but like you also have to there's a there's a partnership there. Yeah. And there are certain things like I've noticed and I don't know if it's just I've noticed it more recently because we're doing a lot more coordination mm-hmm. than than not. But like I have worksheets that I have people fill out and it is yeah. so crucial that people fill out these worksheets because other otherwise like I don't know who people are. I don't yeah. know who your eight bridesmaids are. So I don't know the order. So I have to have that stuff. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm knowing I've seen it a couple times lately where people send their worksheets back super early mm-hmm. um, instead of like just the week of the wedding or the week before and then they'll change something and then not like let me know yeah. so then I'm like oh shit okay now this changes yeah shoot yeah so for like a ceremony front I think whether your coordinator is helping with like that stuff or confirming that stuff just mm-hmm. kind of giving them all the information that they need, like who's walking down the aisle with who. Mm-hmm. If there is any family like rifts, like Uncle Judy don't get yeah. along with Uncle Bill. Like, like I know we don't want to try and <laughs> like I know we don't want to create more drama, but letting letting someone like you know that is helpful. Yeah. We're not going to ask like why unless yeah. you want to tell us, but. Yeah. Is there some tea? <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, knowing more information, especially on like that kind of front, because we can prepare better for it mm-hmm. then and i've had it before where people have just been like hey like don't let this person drink too much and i'm like sweet that's great to know right like even as minimal as that for yeah. sure oh yeah like sometimes in the mornings they'll be like 
yeah, we can do drinks, but can you watch like we got to make sure that the groomsmen don't drink too much or yeah. like the one person. And it's like, okay, um, who's my point of contact to be able to like, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, but it's helpful to know that information for sure. Oh my God. Okay. So we had a wedding recently where the bride wanted us to like max out like the groomsmen's like beers at like 36 beers or something. Uh-huh. So not 36 each, but like 36 total. total. Yeah. So it was enough for each guy to have like two, three beers or something, yeah. which in the morning... That's fine. And mm-hmm. the reasoning, because we just wanted people sober for the ceremony, because mm-hmm. you legally do have to be kind of sober. Mm-hmm. Um, but the guys, there was a couple groomsmen that literally walked to our back bar and were like about to like look in the coolers and Emma caught them. And so she told me about it. Oh, so I didn't know that they didn't actually steal anything. But so I went down to like the groom suite and I'm like, so I hear one of y'all's trying to steal my beer. And they got like really nervous and really shaky. And they're just like, no, 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 we didn't. We didn't. We tried, but we did. We weren't successful. Somebody caught us. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay. I have had that and I get so flipping mad. It's yeah. like as soon as they know where it's located from getting it earlier in the day, they automatically, since they've been there all day, think they have some sort of like. Right to it. Yeah. Right. And they can just go do it. And it's like, that's stealing. Yeah. That's yeah highly and illegal now, and now we have our eye on you for the rest of the night and mm-hmm. you're on our shit list mm-hmm. yeah i had to deal with a little bit of like you know off-site beverage coming on this weekend and i uh. was livid about it but you know the couple was was like the bride my my contact was good about it she's like i'm so sorry it's like yeah. i don't want you to be like i don't need you to be worried about this yeah so it's fine but I always just put the fear of God into people and being like, one strike, you're out, man. Mm-hmm. Like, you will be asked to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, and people don't fuck around with it anymore. Right. So, Well, I tell them that, but it doesn't get passed on to the right part people, oh. the people that are actually doing it. It's the groomsmen usually, mm-hmm. and they aren't a part of any planning. Hardly was the groom. So how do they even know that yeah. information? So it's like, I take it. And if you're going to get in trouble later for it, then sure. But like, what am I supposed to do before the ceremony? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, that's one thing too, to like have that conversation with your people. Like, yeah, it'd be so nice if you could just. Too. Yeah. And I have thought about that. Like if we were coordinating, um, I'd probably be at the rehearsal and then mm-hmm. I could say like, here's a lay of the land. Remember for tomorrow, this will not happen. I'm telling you now, this is your warning. Otherwise yep. there will be consequences tomorrow. Yep. And I just don't have that like touch point to do that ahead of time. So yeah, I was like, we always stand up and give like our, our, our sweet rules. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think on like the coordinator front too, for like your reception, mm-hmm. just knowing like all the little details. So knowing exactly like if you're going to possibly change your outfit, when exactly you want to do that. Right. And or like you are going to sneak away for golden hour photos Mm -hmm. where you're going to go do those or where you're going to like for you guys everybody just does them in the vines right but But some people don't and like if they want to go to the vines we have to coordinate it because Mm -hmm. i'm the one bringing you up you can't just go up there on your own um you don't know where to go like nothing like that so like even like those little things are important to communicate always Mm -hmm. yep yeah or like if there's certain people that are important you know Mm -hmm. There's, it's just important to know. Yeah. Or like cake cutting lately, I've been finding where a lot of times I try to like just pull the couple when it's time to go cut your cake. Yeah. But if you want your parents or your grandparents or stuff like that, um, you have to tell us because yeah. that's something we definitely need to know. So all of a sudden, mm-hmm. I don't look like the asshole that like didn't go find grandma. Right. To go do yeah. this. Or like 
for the photographer and maybe coordinator, knowing which family members need photos so that yes, you can make sure list. to get that to know yes. rather than like, oh, you're doing photos. Is that person there? Like we're running around trying yeah. to find people or something. Yeah. Oh, one thing. Okay. Because this happened twice this weekend for me. Um, and I don't, this doesn't fall on like the day of coordinator at all. Like not necessarily, but now I'm going to, I think I'm personally going to start asking mm-hmm. um, because for two of our three weddings, um, neither of the officiants were ordained. What? Like that seems like something you just know. Yeah. They both, sure of. they both had like their credentials through, or like they did like the universal life church or something like that, but yeah. neither of them went to a courthouse in Minnesota and got like their actual credentials with like the state. Yeah. So I signed the marriage license for both Friday and Sunday. So best $60 I've ever spent. But now I have officially signed more marriage license than ceremonies I've performed. Like, wait, you mean it's fine. Like it's not. Yeah. I, I'm happy that I can be that person that can like help them out. But I'm like, okay, if you want Uncle Bob's yeah. like name on your wedding certificate, and, like, cause there, not that there's anything I really have to do. I do have to like check everybody's IDs. I do have to still be like, okay, do you take this person to be your lawfully wedded partner for the rest of your life? And so we do have yeah. to kind of redo that. Do like mini vows. Yeah. Yep. It's, yeah. I usually just do that. Do you, do you? Okay, cool. We, we good. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, that's something that like should be on your checklist to yeah, like make sure of. Double check for that sure. your officiant actually has their credentials. Cause like, and I don't, I do not know what would happen. What if like that wasn't the case, but. Well, you don't, you know, I mean, some people don't even sign their marriage license on the day of their wedding. No, So they it's don't. really not that big of a deal, I feel like, because they could just sign it and then find someone to. To do it. Yeah, to sign it for them. But I wonder what would happen if like you sent, so like, let's say like I just got ordained through the Universal Life Church and I didn't get my credentials with the state as well. I wonder what would happen if I sent in a marriage license. Like, do you think they would like not approve it? Because, like, your ordained minister is actually not ordained with the state. Because you have to, on the marriage license, you have to mark what county you got your credentials in when you sign. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's some people who figure that out afterwards. Yeah. I want to know what, the, I want to know what happens. Because I also know if you don't submit it within five days after the marriage yeah. ceremony, you get charged a fee or a fine. Yeah. Is there anyone listening that has... That happened to them? Yeah. That they didn't realize? Yeah. So we'll add that to the checklist (laughs) for. But also it's something a bride and groom should not have to worry about at all. But it is. Well, the day of like last minute. Correct. But like as your planning process leading up to it is on their checklist to do. The fact that it happened twice, though, in one weekend is bananas. Do you wonder how many others that's happened to you just haven't like been a part of to realize? That's all I can think about now. Yeah. I wonder for mine how many there are. I know. Because for the most part. We have someone a part of the family or wedding or friends that is uh, officiating mm-hmm. instead yeah. of someone from a church. Yeah. So for the $22 extra that it costs, just fucking go to the courthouse and get your credentials. Yeah. Well, shit. Maybe yeah. a Saul's venue, like that's important to do. I know. <laughs> or a coordinator, who knows? Yeah. So the professional as a vendor. Yeah. So Ooh. fun fact for that. But yeah. I also think like, Maybe not maybe all day of coordinators, but like that is kind of like a nice 
tool to have in your back pocket as be like, okay, well, I'm an ordained minister. I can, yep. I can do this for you. Probably something you could charge for. <laughs> I, I should have been like, yes, I will sign your marriage license for $100, please. <laughs> that I seems did. steep, but I get yeah. it. I, I mean, didn't. they're in a pinch right then and there. What yep. else are they going to do? <laughs> Go to the courthouse. <sighs> Those guys in that golf cart are like looking at us and we're smiling and pointing. Really? They're both smiling like little girls now. I love it so much. Oh, he's staring into this window and I'm staring at him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. Now I feel like I need to hide a little bit. Can they see that we're like recording? Yeah, he's literally looking in my window right now <laughs> to grab his golf ball. <laughs> oh, now he's turned around. They probably want to come on. I'd be like, special guest, do you want to come say hi? Do you guys want to be on our podcast? There we go. We got our mantle right there. There we go. Um, I don't know. I think one, I don't know if it would be like an unpopular opinion or not, but I feel like being able to just have a touch point to be able to interact with the group mm-hmm. is important. Yeah. So like the day before being there for a rehearsal, some mm-hmm. coordinators that are not local do not come to rehearsals and they just show up the day of, and then they mm-hmm. don't really know the dynamics of things. Yeah. And depending on like who is a part of the, the meetings or whatever, like sometimes it's just the couple and then you don't know any family dynamics yeah. or friend dynamics. You just have this like rogue person coming in and like start fucking around with all your stuff. And it's just like, who is this person? Well, and so I just feel like the coordinator that's going to be working the wedding, being a part of the rehearsal, being a part of the rehearsal dinner the day before, just mm-hmm. so they have time to like get to know the group and understand their their vibes. Mm-hmm. Like with the family, you can figure out the drama on your own with family, friends, with like, you know, party status of the friends to know like yeah. what you have to worry about the day of or like the rehearsal, like how well they listen at the rehearsal to everything. So you know how much you have to pay attention to, Yeah, I think is just important for the coordinator to have and do to be successful we had a wedding a couple years ago where i was coordinating for and it was the wedding that um governor tim walls was here for officiating Uh and they had to the bride and groom had to put together like a binder that had like everybody's picture their names who they were in relation to the couple and on the wedding day yeah and so to give to like walls's security team uh, so yeah. nobody like because we also like could not tell anybody that like he yeah. was coming well done but anyways now i'm thinking about it i'm like that might be kind of nice it's so much work i would never ask my couple just to do this I, well but, yeah if i was a bride and they made me do that i'd be like are you flipping kidding me yeah. like this is too much homework where i'm already planning a wedding yeah but, but like, how cool would that be? Like, also, right. if I'm getting a binder, but grant, I'm not going to remember anybody's name anyways. No, but like, definitely not. But that's just why I think that the coordinators should have their own, you know, yeah. time to do it on their own, figure yeah. it out and whatnot so that it's not, like, surprising the day of. Yeah. But also, like, if a couple's doing a wedding website, I look at that shit so much, like, yeah. before the wedding to figure out, like, oh, okay, this is, the groom has, like, these three boys or something mm-hmm. that are, like, high school or college friends. Because usually people do little write-ups on there yeah. anyways. So mm-hmm. they, maybe your coordinator should just look at that, too. Because that, sure. that would help them out a lot going into, like, the rehearsal yeah. on the wedding day. And, for sure. But I do think that, like, you just never know the vibes until you're there. Yeah, 100% mm-hmm. that, too. But... But more information, the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. If Getting something to changes them. too, make sure you're telling people things. Yeah. Because we can't, all of a sudden something's going to be like completely different. We're going to be like, the the fuck is happening? Like, this is not the song we talked about. Or- Half the time, yeah, when I do meetings and then 
things so many things changed in the last two weeks of your wedding Mm -hmm. that like a lot of us vendors don't even want to have the communication until then because we're so sick of there being changes Mm -hmm. um and there's a hierarchy of like who's important to tell yeah so like for me as just the venue i have my own timeline and then i'm asking you based on your other timelines to just tell me so I know. Mm -hmm. And then I'll throw up the day of so many times when they don't communicate with me enough. And I'll be like talking to the photographer, the coordinator, and they'll give me times and be like, or even the caterer. And I'll be, Mm -hmm. and they'll be like, they'll have different times. And I specifically ask and put this in red and make you tell me. And Mm -hmm. it's just the most frustrating thing when it does change. So like, being able to communicate all timelines with your coordinator of your different vendors to make sure that everything is the same. This is kind of a sidebar, but kind of not. Do you like ever get that feeling like when something else runs behind, like food is running behind or something goes wrong with like the food or I don't know, just anything like whatever. Okay. Um, it falls back on the venue. Like, no, I was going through like our Google reviews the other day and we have a lot of them that mention like the food was great. And I'm like, okay, well nothing. Or like they'll take like a star off and say like, something with like the food and I'm like well that's not anything I can handle it definitely like, is hard when you have other vendors because they just assume, I think that a lot of place people do associate like the food and beverage with the venue so when something goes wrong mm-hmm. um I think that it kind of falls on coordination a lot yeah. so like you guys do a lot of coordination so they kind of just like think it's all mm-hmm. all one um which it kind of becomes that to be yeah. honest, especially if the venue is coordinate, like, you know, you are coordinating mm-hmm. and it's not a separate vendor source. Um, but I don't know. It's just, it was just one thought that I thought of because I like don't really pay attention to that stuff. But then, um, then I'm like, oh shit. Well, <laughs> yeah, I think times are different and people understand that now too. Yeah. That like before it was always the venue is doing food and beverage mm-hmm. and the venue. Um, and if they're coordinating, they're coordinating. So it was kind of all one and you would get the brunt end of it. But I yeah. think it's so much more new with the times that they know that like mm-hmm. everywhere is separate from things. Um, yeah. Just depending on, I guess, where you're at too. Yeah. You can kind of tell. I don't know if it's because I'm in the industry that when I go yeah. somewhere, I can tell if, if it's it came event- from. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 100%. Um, okay. Any other thoughts that you had in regards to this question of the week? I don't think so. I think just let people know. Right. If something Over changes, m- tell us. Mm-hmm. Just send us a text. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you guys have more questions, you're like, this is what you should do. Write it in a question box mm-hmm. and we'll put it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Yes, please. Um, okay. So we have some updates for y'alls yeah we have been kind of these past couple years of working with this finding out what our best uh trajectory is the way that we want to organize things and outline things and so we've come up with some updates and changes we're going to implement speaking of new changes we just got a new instagram follower (laughs) um so we are wanting We've we've come to the realization that like we've pretty much talked through Everything. all of the different aspects that you need to. And we're going mm-hmm. to the repetitiveness where like we have vendors that we could bring on that would talk about the same exact thing we maybe have already done. And we know that like couples like, you know, you guys are listening are from a different you guys are all in different uh, trajectories. Yeah. You guys are all in different planning processes. Some of you are just getting engaged. Some of you are at the end of your engagement. Mm-hmm. Um, your wedding day is approaching really fast. And so we're all at different um, 
places. Places, yeah. And so we're just trying to figure out how to accommodate all of that Mm-hmm. Instead of now being like, yeah, maybe we can bring back talking about bar like randomly. It doesn't yeah. feel right to just randomly do it. Yeah. And we don't want to have to make you guys also scroll down past 70 episodes or 60 episodes, however many we've had now. Exactly. To go all the way to the way back when, to be honest, our sound was shit. Those yeah. first couple episodes. Yeah. Nobody wants to go we're back figuring and shit out. out. So like now we're like, no, no, no. <laughs> don't start from the beginning. <laughs> Um, are you even just like listening back to our very first episode that we had to re-record six times? Uh-huh. Like, I don't want to listen back to that one. No. So. so we want to almost have like a fresh beginning without it being a beginning. Um, yeah. So we have decided that we are going to have a structure mm-hmm. starting the beginning of January, new year, new, new wedding, wedding season, new... Um, planning process yeah so basically wherever you're at in your planning process because a lot of people are going to get engaged over christmas they'll be mm-hmm. able to start fresh or you can always scroll back or you can right. scroll forward or do whatever yeah. you need to do and some people who have already got like there's you're never going to be at the start well in january either yeah, yeah um but i feel like a lot of you couples that are listening that just got engaged this year and maybe have booked your location and the date and everything but it is for next year or 2025 mm-hmm. um at least you can start there and take some implementation of some of it some of it not um but it at least kind of sets up the the timeline yeah, and it'll be easier to find things. It'll be easier to navigate it as our listeners and yeah, for you yeah. and I. And then you and I can be, we, we're not going to be as worried about like repeating something and being like, oh, go back to this episode. And right, we're going to redo it every year. Yeah. Yeah, so, and then it has a start and a stop. Our wedding season for Corner Booth is going to start at the beginning of the year in January yeah. and our wedding season is going to end in, in December. Yeah, so and then we're just going to start right back over. So it's kind of like you and I are planning a wedding for like New Year's. So we got engaged in over Christmas yeah. and then our wedding's on like New Year's Eve or right. something. Yeah. New trends, new everything, keeping up with all of that. Um, but then also keeping the same things that have stayed the same over the years or whatever mm-hmm. too. Um, so I think that's a good way to kind of break it up, start and finish. We mm-hmm. are going to stay with the, the bi-weekly, bi-weekly. Mm-hmm. and then i think we're just gonna do some like one-offs here and there where we have an extra episode in between sometimes if we have a someone on that we want to bring on or yeah or if we want to just do like another history lesson with chris or something exactly. that doesn't like fit into like the timeline of our yeah wedding planning ones we can mm-hmm. add in those like fun little snippets or like if you and i just had a lot of shit going on they were like oh my god we need to talk yeah exactly we, can do, we have a little bit more flexibility to do those episodes mm-hmm. since those ones are a little mm-hmm. bit more fun and less structured yeah and eventually we think that maybe more of our uh behind the scenes more vendor mm-hmm. information like vendor to vendor talks might go um might go on to like a Patreon or mm-hmm. separate so that we really separate who we're talking to. Yep. Um, but we will kind of address that and go with it as it comes. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I think that is all great. And I am really excited. Me too. And we, so for the rest of the year, mm-hmm. um, we're kind of at a standstill where like we've been preparing and kind of working towards this new structure. And it doesn't make sense for us to start a, all these new topics or 
start repeating a topic when we're going to, to have a structure to do that in the beginning of the year. So we're going to be with you guys for the same bi-weekly up until the end of October. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to take the rest of the year for November and, Oct- and December off so mm-hmm. that we can keep on preparing and come back strong for a new wedding season starting in January. Yeah. We, between you and I though too, we have a lot of stuff happening with our companies and like on personal levels in yeah. November and December. So um, I know Chan has got a fun um, Friendsgiving event again. Yes. We got lots of stuff coming up for the holidays, for, you know, wedding season, holiday season. And we, so we'll stay busy and we need the break a little bit too to focus on these things. So this yeah. doesn't go to the back burner in any way. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but also follow both of our Facebook pages because you guys have a lot of really cool shit happening. I yeah. got a lot of really cool shit coming in um, November and December and we have the fire and ice ball that. Yeah, we both took on a lot more responsibility this year. So, mm-hmm. so exciting. So be write. patient with us for the next couple of weeks of what we're doing. And then just know like fun things are happening and just always keep on asking questions on like Instagram or something where you're like, okay, but I'm at this point in the wedding planning and yeah. I need to know this answer yeah. now. Obviously we can say like, go back to this episode and read mm-hmm. and listen to this for now. Um, and then we can just give you a little bit of information uh, and post things on Instagram. So then other people can see it because if you're asking the question, someone else mm-hmm. has that question too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we had yeah. somebody reach out about catering the other day and I'm like, hey, yeah. go listen to this episode, mm-hmm. but we will have this episode happening next year. Yeah, exactly. So. All right. Cool. Um, well, as always, you can find us on Instagram, Instagram, <laughs> <laughs> Instagram at the Corner Booth Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. And then I'm Cynthia Strasser. And I'm Megan Dotfelber. Alrighty. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. Check, please. please.